Welcome to the Subscription Secrets Podcast, your quick guide to mastering the subscription business world. So dive into concise episodes packed with strategies, expert insights, and real success stories to ensure success in your subscription business. Hey folks, and welcome to the Subscription Secrets Podcast. Alex Fleck here, I'm going to be your host, and I'm really excited to start out in this inaugural episode and I want to talk a little bit about marketing techniques for subscription first businesses. Um, you know this is something I guess is is very much something I'm at home with because I've been the owner of a digital marketing agency for the last 18 years. Uh, I got into subscription first about 14 years ago and now of course I subscribe uh, to lots of different subscription businesses but I also consult with them as well um, and we look at all sorts of different strategies from launch to uh, how we improve engagement, how we improve conversion, optimizing systems, automations, all that kind of stuff. But it really starts with that initial marketing concept, the lead gen, how you engage with your prospects, how you nurture them on board, how you bring them from top of funnel to bottom of funnel and then convert. And then, of course, really importantly, retain them as well. Um, but I want to talk a little bit today about innovative marketing techniques for subscription first business. Um, I'll say this out of the gate, you know, to emphasize the importance of innovative marketing in the subscription landscape. We're all part of this industry, but in each of our individual niches, I bet we're all finding that it's a little bit harder to get customers. It's a little bit more expensive. Advertising's gone through the roof. It's hard to actually uh, get sort of organic traffic coming through, especially when you're a new startup. You're having to look at all sorts of different ways to do that. And so today I want to give you some ideas about how you can go about doing that based on something, you know, that we've seen work uh, and a mix, you know, really an omni-channel approach is going to work best. And that way, when you're running that type of thing, and I don't mean get involved in everything and just see what sticks, um, but what you want to do is really refine down and look at the ways that are working within your niches, maybe try some different things, be a little bit creative with it as well. Um, and from the startup, you know, it, it has to be, you know, your content is, is going to be part of that. Content marketing is huge these days, you know, videos, blog posts, articles, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff um, is going to be a, a big part of how you drive traffic into your funnel, into your website. And then how you engage with your prospects, right? So content marketing, I would say, should be pretty high on everybody's list. I think we should all be creating content, whether it's video, um, you know, social posts, reels, blog posts. Uh, of course, I feel like realistically, um, even podcasts, by the way, of course. Um, but realistically, I think we've got to get with the program in terms of modern methods you know video is is very big right now um reels you know kind of short hard-hitting real type videos work really well a uh, number of different platforms you can use from that we've just started uh, fairly recently using opus which is an ai tool which basically takes longer form videos that you could record chops it into what they feel and quite often is pretty accurate but what they feel are engaging little snippets between 30 seconds and maybe two minutes long um, so these are great ways that you can actually repurpose existing content um, and so what we do uh, for clients as well but also in our own businesses say we have a 30 minute video 
So it's a video podcast. We've got a 30-minute video. What we can do is we can strip out the audio and make that an audio podcast for people who prefer engaging with media in that way. Then we can transcribe it, make it a blog post. Then we can put it out as shorter form reels by using an AI tool like Opus, pushing the 30-minute video in there and having it do all the grunt work in terms of creating all these little reel videos. You could probably get, out of a 30-minute video, you could probably get eight or 10 decent reel type videos that you could then repurpose into places like your social media marketing and really fuel that with more content. Get those to link back into your website, into that funnel where people can digest the the more kind of beefy content like the video podcasts, the audio podcasts. And then of course, use those as lead gen, right? So they're engagement, but they're also gonna generate leads for you because as people listen to that content, watch that content, They get an idea about your brand, about your brand voice, about the things ethically that are important to you as a brand, about why you create the business. Uh, And it's important to say here as well, you know, a lot of us are solopreneurs or managing smaller teams uh, within our business or within other businesses, or we're just launching on our own. There's a lot of work to be done, right? So I would definitely recommend in terms of marketing, make sure you're using, firstly, AI in general. You've got to be in ChatGPT and other AI, where you, whether you're using BARD or any of the other ones. But for me, ChatGPT is the most forward-thinking right now. Uh, they've released a lot of new stuff recently. Um, you, you can actually create your own GPT. So that's become really useful for me because I'm running you know, four, five, six different businesses. I've maybe got at any given time, 15 to 20 client projects on the go in all sorts of different industries and niches. And so that gives me a head start out of the gate where I'm not having to think about more than I need to. I can actually offload a lot of the individual tasks to like a chat GPT. But then I can also go about, if I create one video, instead of me worrying about having to edit it down into reels, which takes, believe me, hours and hours and hours of content and time and having to rewatch content eight, 10 times over just to get the snippets right. Um, it's, uh, it's a really laborsome task. So use a, a platform like opus.ai and leverage those along with ChatGPT. Take a video that you've recorded that is all about you and your personality and your business and what you're trying to do, and then you utilize the, the machine learning to chop that down and repurpose that content into audio reels, into audio podcasts, into video, uh, sorry, video reels, audio podcasts, into blog posts, um, into PDF downloads, ebooks, that kind of thing, right? So you're really taking a high level approach, creating content that really makes sense, that is hard hitting, that if people want to digest it all as like a beefy 30 minute training session or interview or whatever the case may be, they can, but we then repurpose it into, it's almost like little, it's funny, don't know why I'm going here, (laughs) bear with me, but I was watching the other night, uh, we as a family sat down to watch Gremlins, you know, the movie, right? So it's almost like you're using modern technology like AI, whether it's ChatGPT and Opus and all the different forms that are out there, of course, and you are using it to split down into all these little gremlins, you know, like the smaller uh, little pieces of content that, that kind of come from that overarching big one, right? And you do this, if you do that 
five times a month, even like once a week, hey, four, four times a month, suddenly instead of just having one video four times a week, you've got one main video, you've got an audio podcast, you've got a blog article, you've got an ebook download, you've got maybe five to ten snippets of content like reels per video. So now you've suddenly got like 30, 40 pieces of content instead of five, right? So I think that's where you gotta get smart with content marketing in the subscription sphere right now because people digest content so rapidly now and they all have different ways that they like. So if I'm going out for a run, I'll stick an audiobook in or a podcast or something like that and I'll listen to the full thing. If I am literally scrolling on TikTok or Instagram, I want the short form versions. I want the hard hitting stuff that then I can click through if I want to. Um, so it's really important to recognize how people digest information. So content marketing is huge. And then from all that content, you can start to filter that in to social media strategy. So you can get that out on in your Instagram, into your Pinterest, into your uh, TikTok, whatever the case may be, into your YouTube as shorts or major, you know, bigger videos. Um, and that then feeds the machine in terms of content. And then you can also look at collaborations and partnerships. So influencer marketing, of course, is big at the minute, um, has been for a number of years, but doing some research into who are the, you know, the appropriate influencers in your particular niche that you could approach. Uh, of course, there's platforms, you know, these days as well that harbor a lot of those. Um, goodness, I'm trying to think of a couple of the ones offhand. Uh, Sway Me Good, try that one. Um, in fact, I know, yeah, try try Sway Me Good. There's a few other ones. There's one that's to do with a cat. What's Social Cat, I think it is. Uh, maybe try that. And pick out some influencers. Try them out. See if it's working. You're going to have to be selective. You're going to have to kind of test it a little bit and see what works better, whether you're paying them, whether you're giving them free product. Of course, that's different levels of the, the scale. But I would, just in terms of pro proliferation of your brand, touch points with your brand, your content, your products, it's going to be a good way to proliferate into other media, into other platforms. And ultimately the goal, while it's very, very difficult to achieve, the goal is omnipresence. If you can be everywhere at all times, people just get to know your brand and you, they're going to click through, they're going to find the right time to opt in as long as your product and you know your service and all that kind of stuff stack up in the background. Um, but that leads me on, I suppose, to then social proof, you know, so... If you're not using social proof in your marketing efforts, whether it's video testimonials, reviews on your site, in your social media outlets, all that kind of stuff, you're really missing out. So it's really important to, even if you have to start out and you gotta give away some product just for some test reviews, uh, social proof to friends, family, colleagues, whatever the case may be, I would recommend you do that. It's more content for the vehicle, the engine that is your business. And then everything starts, once you start rank, you know, cranking this out, content, high level content, free content, reviews, unboxings, uh, uh, you know, could be uh, competitions, live streams. Overall, it's just about creating content and getting it out, not only on your own social media platforms, but into influencer platforms, other platforms. You know, make sure that people are are helping you disseminate that content to other people. And that way you start to really not flood the marketplace, but you start to get a leg up over your competitors if you can be in more places at, at the same time, right? So the next thing I want to discuss is ideas for 
promotions that resonate with your target audience. So here's what we do a lot of it. We've got a, you know, one of my businesses is a wristwatch club, right? So that's quite a high ticket value. We're talking about people paying 200 to $600 a month. Uh, we're about to relaunch our plan, which is about anywhere from $1,000 to $1,600 per membership month or delivery. And so what we're trying to do there is create a high value proposition. And so we tend to do giveaways uh, for building our email list on our website. And that works really well because firstly, people love free stuff. If they are into watches, they're gonna be on our platform looking for free stuff. So we're gonna give them the opportunity to opt in to a competition. We're gonna give, you know, give away every month or whatever. And they'll basically get like a free watch bundle where they get like a free watch worth 200 bucks plus some straps and tools and accessories and swag. We put it all together and that incentivizes them to opt in. Now, could you use a discount coupon? Yes, you can, but a discount coupon is only really gonna be useful when people are at mid or bottom of the funnel. If they're coming into your site for the first time, they're probably not ready to buy. They need a little bit more trust built. They need to have some more engagement. They need to have a little bit more of the kind of social proof angle built with them related to your brand. So that's where we recommend at that stage, particularly maybe a pop-up comes up on screen for them and says, hey, here's a giveaway worth 300 bucks. Opt in now and we'll announce the winner next month. Instantly when they opt into that, because it's a, you know basically a free chance to get something, they're going to be put into our into our marketing loop, into our funnel. <clears throat> and then we're going to start engaging with them with automated emails that will go out three, four, five times across a month. Just basically engaging with them, letting them know, hey, here's a blog post you might enjoy about the best ways to learn about watches or the best way to grow your collection and maximize making profit within your collection as you go. So you can basically earn free watches, right? stuff like that, but that should be very, very much value driven. That can't be, hey, here's an offer. Oh, here's another offer. Why don't you come on board with us? Here's another offer. We've got to be a little bit more subtle with it. And so engagement and um, brand touch points is where we we really are focusing on here when people are particularly opting in at that top of funnel sort of level. We want them to build trust with our brand. So across the course of a month or two months, at some point, they may well be ready to opt in and they'll find a way. And as long as we've got smart automations, for example, I give them a blog post where it gives them a ton of value about how to trade watches and earn money, make profit, all that kind of stuff. And then maybe at the very end of the the um, blog post, I say, hey, if you're ready to hop on board, here's a 25% off coupon, get on board now, try our club. We think you'll love it but it's very laid back, it's not a hard sell, okay? So I think that's important as well, is you're not pushy, you're not, you can say, you know, I think people will need this service or product all you want, but until people are at the right moment in their buying journey, whether it's building trust, whether it's learning about your ethical um, stance or your personality as a brand or your product line or looking at past reviews or looking at the products themselves, there's all those types of engagement processes that go on in the background and who's to say when the buyer is going to be ready to opt in. So it's really important that you are not pushy, but you are strategic about when content is placed in front of people in the right sequence so that you build that trust with value and then laid back 
Um, you ask them, you know, basically to opt in for in exchange for an offer. If that is your methodology, that's that's what we do in the Watch Club, uh, and it works. And of course, once you have somebody on board, they're easier to sell in an ongoing capacity too, because you can do upsells, you can do add-ons every month, you can uh, sell new plans and do new launches, um, special deals, all that kind of stuff. So, just to just to say, you know, let's get cranking out. The content here you know if you're in a particularly competitive niche it's the only way that you're going to really get competitive advantage is to really go hard at repurposing content and like i say if you take it from a top level like a longer form piece of content maybe 30 minutes or an hour long then you can start to break it down into smaller chunks of content that can be repurposed whether it's blog posts or reels or audio podcasts maybe be repurposed into multiple different vehicles that are sent out on your own platforms through your email campaigns on affiliate or influencer platforms as well and that way you start to get in front of more of the right people who are going to make a decision and the more they see of you you know there's the old saying familiarity breeds contempt no it actually in marketing familiarity breeds trust and it's more likely to get people to opt in when they see you everywhere and they're like why is this person or this brand everywhere why why am i constantly seeing them you think of people like gary vaynerchuk right that guy is everywhere same with people like grant cardone or uh, tony robbins right those influencers those people are everywhere because they flood the marketplace with short form videos interviews blog posts new ventures all that kind of stuff all the time and so you can't avoid them and so sure enough in some way or other if you're at, at the right spot you're going to buy from them when they give you a good offer right whether it's an ebook at nine bucks whether it's uh, a course at two thousand dollars whether it's a subscription box at a hundred bucks uh, or a watch membership at 500 bucks that's the idea so what i would say is this is the way i view everything in marketing put it down on paper okay and you know, I'm, I'm into cutting edge technology, but I love creating mind maps on paper. So think about your business, about your niche, get a notebook out and start scribbling or a whiteboard in your office like I have here. Start scribbling ideas about here are, you know, five ideas for top level content. If you're stuck and you creatively, you've got a bit of brain fog, get into ChatGPT and ask it to do that groundwork for you. Create you know, 10, 20, 30 different ideas for content that I could put out for my business, which is this type of business and this type of, type of niche with this type of ideal avatar, go for it. And then it can map out the structure of what you're gonna do and how you're gonna create the content. And then even from that, you can start sketching. And so you create this little kind of diagram, whether it's like a spider web or a little satellite methodology on a piece of paper that says this is what i'm going to create this is how i'm going to disseminate it into other formats that work and this is what i'm going to do as the next steps i'm going to approach 10 influencers this month i'm going to create 20 reels this month from two major 30 minute videos i'm going to create an ebook download from this piece of content i'm going to create um a blog post from these three pieces of content and now suddenly my monthly content marketing ideas are up at 30 pieces of content instead of one or two and then you do that month on month on month 
You're going to get out to more people. People are going to see your brand. They're going to come on board and look at your site. They're going to delve back out. Then you can retarget to them using advertising and, and that kind of thing. You can maybe run unique promotions that resonate with your target audience. Um, something that's a really hard hitting sell. You know, <clears throat> what I will say is this. Too many clients I see doing like 5% off your month or 10% off what what does that really incentivize somebody to get on board with? I think you've got to have a, a more hard hitting discount. So in our watch club, we actually do like a 30% discount month one. So we actually, we can make money on particular deals, but it's it's a little bit bare bones, right? You're not making a lot of money. But what we do is we demand that the person opting into that, the triad or club, commits to three months minimum, Um as part of our club. And then if we're using a, a system like, for example, Subly, which is my recommended one, it means that we can actually set that they can't cancel before those three months are up. Um, so different things like that are worthwhile because by that time you are making money, right? So maybe month one, you're not making money, but the offer is so good that people can't avoid it. They've got to come on board. So what I will say to you is this, start sketching, start ideation, get into ChatGPT or if, if you need to do that, spark some ideas and then develop them on paper or on a whiteboard or in a mind map, or whatever works for you individually as a business owner and an entrepreneur. But start today and start planning content marketing, social media content, collaborations and partnerships and influencers and unique promotions. And when you start to do that month on month on month, you're going to create this ecosystem that I'm always talking about that gets more people on board with your brand. They will get a personality of your brand. They'll build more trust quickly. They'll want to be a part of it. And that way, if they're near the bottom of the funnel and they're almost ready, when you hit them with the irresistible offer, they're going to take a leap. Um, but just make sure it is irresistible, right? So hopefully that was of help, guys. This is our first subscription secrets podcast. I welcome you on board. I'm looking forward to many hundreds more of these. Um, and keep in touch. And I will chat to you in the next one. Take care. Get to work.